0: Welcome to Rise and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of four Asian-American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Lauren. I'm Sophie. I'm Ava. And I'm Grace. So today we will be talking about AI and technology and like how technology has kind of taken over our lives for the better and for the worse. We kind of touched on this in How the Internet Shaped Us episode. So if you want to like listen to that one before you listen to this one, go ahead. In that episode, we mostly talked about like creators and people on the internet who we follow. But in this one, it's more about technology as a whole and how that has really like impacted society almost. So let's get into it. So just to start us off, do we all have some form of AI and what do we have? I personally have a Google Home, an Alexa, and I don't have Siri activated, but I have Alexa and Google Home at my house.
1: Yeah, I have an iPhone, so I automatically have Siri, but I don't have it enabled.
0: I
2: have an Alexa. I think my whole family, we each have one in our room so we can like communicate using that. And obviously I have a phone, but I don't have Siri either.
3: Um, I don't think I have a Google Home or Alexa. I'm like checking right now to make sure. Um, I'm pretty sure my dad has one, but um, I do have Siri and my Siri, I changed it to Korean. So that way I can just like send texts to my mom and stuff like that. Uh, So, yeah.
0: Wait, What are you guys' thoughts on the AI you guys have personally and like just AI in general?
2: I think Alexa is pretty convenient. I mean, sometimes she gets a bit confused, but in general, (laughs) it's easy to like... Do things like I actually woke up this morning to Alexa's alarm because that's pretty convenient. So, yeah, I think it's pretty good.
3: Yeah, I mean, I always see those ads where it's like, hey, Google, turn on the lights and like Google start my car or like whatever. Um, And I think that's really cool. Uh, I personally think Siri can be kind of useful sometimes, but sometimes it just like doesn't work. So it's like a 50-50 chance that it'll actually do its job. Yeah, I don't feel dependent on it, though.
1: Yeah, like, I disabled my Siri because it kind of freaked me out how I could just say, like, hey, Siri, and she would hear me. Like, I, I think it's convenient. Like, if you have some sort of impairment, that could be really helpful. But I personally don't think I need it. Like, I only use it never. I never use
0: it. Yeah, so kind of on that note of, like, the... AI we have being a little bizarre sometimes. Do you guys have any, like, stories about, like, accidentally activating it or having it give, like, a wrong response, you know, those kinds of things?
1: I actually do. It wasn't my personal experience, but it's what I've seen with my mom. Like, my brother's name also starts with an S. So whenever my mom is calling him down to, like, I don't know, do the dishes or whatever, Siri just – her Siri activates because she has it set so that it's always listening, I guess, like – you know how you can say, hey, Siri, and that's supposed to automatically turn it on and stuff. But it like just responds to any name that starts with S. And that might be because she has like an older model phone or something. So maybe the Siri isn't as like updated, but it's kind of weird because every time she calls one of me, like one of my siblings down, it gets activated. Which is kind of weird
0: yeah so we have an alexa at my house and so as we'll just be talking and then i'll just like activate and i'll do like that like the noise when it's like going so like that's kind of weird to me that like they're always listening and we also have a google home in our kitchen so we can be like hey google pull up this recipe whatever and um I've talked about this in the past with our TikTok episode, I think, but I have this family friend and he works at Google, so he told us all about, like, the little, like, things you can say to it and it'll respond, so you can say, like, hey, Google, and they'll think it's Google, and he was saying that, like, the problem with the Google call is because it's not very original. Like, with Alexa, it just picks up more easily, I think, so... That's why Google Home sometimes isn't as responsive is because, like, the call card is interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Um,
3: I personally haven't had, like, that many weird experiences. Um, I think technology itself is kind of weird. Uh, we could probably touch on that later. But with, like, Siri, Google Home, Alexa specifically, um, I haven't run into any problems. I mean, okay, I think that like technology and technological advancements like they're all good and I think they can help but I'm like kind of scared because like technology is getting like a little too intense like we're doing a little too much right now so that's personally why I'm kind of like iffy I'm not exactly like a uh, like a person who like promotes that kind of stuff if that makes sense hmm Yeah, I get what you mean. Um,
1: I just, I don't think I need it personally. Like, I understand the appeal, but I just, I kind of get freaked out by it, so I just disable all of my, like, AI stuff as much as I can, um, and just do most of my things
3: manually. I mean, okay, I understand that sometimes doing stuff manually can be, um, like, annoying, but, um, I don't know. It's like really, really useful, but it's like really, really scary at the same time. Um, I think that if technology, like um, the power of it falls in the right hands, it can make a really, really good difference in the world. But so far, I don't really think it's doing that. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, it's like I feel like there's a thin line
1: between like what's useful and what's unneeded, you know?
0: Yeah, I think especially as more things are becoming automated like regularly like for example in my house um we remodeled it a couple years ago so we installed our lights to be connected to this system where you can control it through your phone but there are no like real light switches so it's kind of weird thinking that like you know it could if it went offline that's so scary that's
3: such a good point like there's like this one horror movie where the murderer, like, hacks into her house and, like, turns off the lights and locks the doors and stuff. So I think it's really scary um, how the stuff in your house, like, whether it's, like, the temperature or the light switch or maybe even the door, like, all of that can be controlled by, like, one singular, like, device, like, one click of a button, right? And that is really scary because it can be useful for you, but, like, what if it falls in the wrong hands? And I don't even mean, like, horror movie murderer, like, home invader. I mean, like, what if, like, your toddler gets their hands on your phone and, like, I don't know, turns on your car from your phone or something like that? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, especially in my house. Like, I was just saying, so much of our stuff is automated. You can do temperature controls from your phone. So, like, let's say you're going on vacation and then you want the house to warm up because it's cold. Then you can just, like, do that from your phone. But, like, you can do the garage from your phone. Like, it's really weird how, like, technology is really just, like, taking over everything. Even though, like, the smallest things can be considered, like, technology, you know, whatever. it can. It's, like, a very, like, weird term. But when I'm saying that, I mean, like, you know, like, on your phone, through AI, all that.
3: Since we're kind of on the topic of this, I want to, like, tell you guys a story about this one time. Um, One of my family friends, she has a restaurant. So I would go over there all the time and, you know, eat free food. But anyway, um, she would be complaining about iPads. And I never understood why. But I realized it's because a lot of the families that come to her restaurant, they would, like, just give their kid an iPad and just, like, call it a day. So while the family's having, like, a nice little dinner, like, a one-year-old is sitting in the stroller playing with an iPad. Like, how can a one-year-old even, like, mentally, like, do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought that was really crazy.
1: Oh, yeah. I see that a lot now. Like, on TikTok, there's people making fun of what they call iPad kids because it's becoming more and more common to just give your kid an iPad and leave them alone. Like, it's an easy way to keep them busy. But um, older kids, I guess... <laughs> they're not very old, but older kids see that and they're like, this is ridiculous. Like when we were kids, we couldn't do that. And how are these kids like even comprehending that? How is that working? Um, and so people kind of make fun of them because those kids are gonna be like really attached to their iPads. And then if you have to like take it away at a dinner or something, That could cause a whole little outbreak like I know when I was a kid if I wanted to play with something and I got it taken away I would throw a fit so it's gonna be like that but um maybe like times 10 just because it's an iPad so obviously that's way cooler than like uh I don't know a stuffed animal stuff like that you know
3: yeah no it's scary because I think there's a slight difference between having an emotional attachment to like a stuffed animal or like a blanket and then a piece of like technology that can do everything from take pictures and record things to like search up random stuff on the internet. Like that isn't like that shouldn't be normal. You know what I mean? And I bet that there's some sort of study out there about how that can like affect your brain and all of that.
1: Yeah, probably affects you negatively, I'm assuming, cuz like you said okay. Having like an emotional attachment to a stuffed animal you grew up with is very different than like being entertained by an iPad. I feel like that's a big difference. Like when I was growing up, it was emphasized no electronics at the table because obviously my parents didn't want want me to like be dependent on technology for entertainment and stuff. And -hmm. I'm very thankful for that because like, you know, all of us here, we've probably been taught that. Um, And it's like, helps you enjoy the moment, I guess.
3: Yeah, like, I think there's also a difference between um, just being entertained by watching something. Like, your eyes are just glued to the screen. You're just, you know, in a trance. And then there's, like, you're, like, actively doing something, whether it's playing a hands-on game that can teach you, you know, different, like, I don't know, like, senses. Like, you know how they have those
0: for kids? I mean, I think it's especially interesting with this year. I've been talking about this with my family, but how like the previous year before we went into lockdown, they were all preaching like, you shouldn't be on your screen for like more than two hours a day. Like it's this, they were just, and then they had like a guest speaker in and talk about like why the internet is bad for you, whatever. And then literally like six months later, we're in lockdown. And you cannot do anything without having technology like my screen time, probably for our school like you have we had our 20 minute long classes every day, like flip flop of what they were saying. And I don't know, I think we I don't know, as much as we're like, oh, like kids now are so dependent on like their iPads, whatever. Right now, it's hard not to be. Because we're in this world where we can't really connect physically because of COVID. So it's really interesting to see how like technology has really evolved and taken over like people's lives for like the better and for the worse, whether that be like the AI in our lives where we were talking about how that's kind of creepy or this technology that we're spending all day on and we have to do our schoolwork through that and that's helpful. But Yeah, it's just interesting to me. I have a question
3: to ask all of you guys. So sometimes during classes like English or whatever, actually in every single class, um, I always got the choice between like um, iPad or just like paper. You know what I mean? It's like, do you want um, a digital copy or do you want a hard copy? And me personally, um, I really like handwriting things so I always, always choose like paper copy. I'll make a digital copy if I have to, but that's like the choice I make. What about you guys?
1: Yeah, like for math, uh, we had the option to like print it out or just import it to Notability. I always print it out because I just work better on paper, but also at the same time, if it's like not math for everything else, I do it on my iPad just because uh, I think it could help save paper and stuff. I think that's really cool that like um, technology can reduce the use of other materials. So I try and make digital copies whenever I can, but um, for subjects like math and English, I prefer to have um, a paper copy.
2: Yeah, similar to Sophie, I normally, I used to go to paper, but um, now seeing how much like paper I use on a daily for like work and stuff, I've tried to do things mainly digital even though personally I work better when it's like handwriting stuff, but also like using notability and stuff with like a stylus is also a pretty good alternative. So yeah, that's pretty much what I do.
0: Yeah, I think like the others were saying, it really depended per like subject for me. But like Sophie was saying, I think it's cool that we're able to like conserve natural resources by using technology. So once again, it's just this like it's this double edged sword of technology where it has its pros and it has its cons and it has really good pros and it has really bad cons. What like pros and cons do you think are the most like prominent in your guys' eyes? I think the biggest pro is
1: the reduce of resources. That's my biggest pro with technology, AI. Or actually, I guess there's two. So, one would be reducing resources we consume because obviously, uh, humans create a lot of waste. So, whenever whenever it's possible. I think it's always great to reduce that even by just a little. And the second pro is like people with impairments. I think that could be really useful. Like, for example, if you are unable to use your hands or even if you don't even have to have an impairment, like even if you just want to go hands-free, that's a big like pro. Like you can um, send a message uh, maybe while driving without having to actually text because obviously you can't do that Um, you can just use like voice recognition that way you're able to keep all your focus on the road which is always really important Um, so yeah I guess those are the biggest pros for me but the biggest cons is like so much of your information could be (laughs) being taken like I don't know I've just heard that technology kind of uh, is able to like take your information
3: Uh, is that true yeah yeah I mean, probably Um, I think like ads are, you know, specifically targeted. So like people, like, you know, it's like this like weird big like scheme where technology somehow gets information from us. And then we're like, um, being like almost like manipulated into like not buying things, but doing things. It's so crazy how, not just technology, but how, like, social media and all that stuff works. So um, I, like, completely agree with all the points that Sophie just made. Um, And I kind of want to, like, take a step back and think about, like, myself. That's really selfish, but, like, um, how technology has improved or maybe not improved my life. Um, I personally, uh, I talked about, like, working on my screen time. I feel like I really have to do that and it makes me kind of sad to see how much time I waste on my phone um but at the same time this is my personality trait um I have moved so many times that it is like physically impossible for me to like associate myself not associate myself but like you know like talk to my like friends unless it's online so it's kind of like a It's kind of like a weird thing. It's like, I don't want to be on my phone, but um, I miss my friends. I miss my family and that kind of thing. Those are the biggest pros and cons for me.
2: Yeah. So I pretty much agree with what everyone's been saying. I think the biggest thing for me regarding technology is just the saving paper, saving resources. And also, like Grace said, being able to communicate with people because I think it's becoming increasingly harder to sort of communicate with people without using technology I think one of the biggest drawbacks for that is the loss of like privacy and how they're literally listening every second. Like it was kind of weird. I think this happens like almost every day, but I know one instance that particularly stood out to me was earlier this week, my uncle was here and we were talking about a specific brand. And then like two seconds later, he was like, oh, I just got an ad on social media about this exact brand. And it's kind of interesting because they're always listening and i think sometimes people forget that and yeah so that's the biggest drawback for me
0: no i really agree with what you guys said like my brother has an alexa in his room and i was thinking like i wouldn't want an alexa in my room like i don't know that just i don't know i have this old alarm clock situation that has a CD player in it that's from like early 2000s and I'm happy with that. You know like I think sometimes like you can just stick with the old stuff which technically isn't that old but whatever. You can stick with the older generation stuff and that's fine and it does the job. So I don't know technology really is interesting because it just like I was saying it has really good pros and really bad cons. So it just really is a matter of your personal preference and what you feel comfortable with and what you think helps you. So I think that about wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening. Um, We're almost at 1600 downloads. So thanks a lot for that. We'll see you next time.